Right, so tonight I'm joined by Arnu, Rivas, and Joe from the Upside Down Adventures. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Let's start off with you, Rivas. How's it going? Good. Busy. Good. Always good. Excellent. No complaints. That's excellent. Joe, how are you doing? No, keeping well. Huh? Also busy at work and that, but otherwise lucky. <laughs> That's great. Great to hear that. Arnu, how's it going tonight? Um, I'm well. I'm always well. You know that. Especially when we're vlogging. When I've got <laughs> too much to say, when I can just speak my heart and not give a crap what I say. I can swear on vlogging, then I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always tradition. Looks like I'm the only one doing the tradition. Cheers, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a boys' club tonight. You see, like, see now what I've got to say about this, right? Is I'm actually not convinced that Charmaine actually exists. <laughs> she, she didn't come the first time. She didn't come the second time, and now she's out of the block. Something's oh going on here. Something's going on. Would you like? Can I, can I ask her to say hi to you? All right, so uh, gentlemen, let's let's talk about the Rundfontein investigation now. Just to get a little background, um, previously it was myself and Stefan and Chantal who investigated with the, with Rivas and Joe, and then the second time it was Arnu, Santana, and Yanni, along with the guys from Upside Down, and they've been the constant variable at Rundfontein. That's where we got them on. To just chat about the whole experience all right so i think the first thing we need to get into is just get a general idea of what what the investigation was like for everybody um Arno, can we start with you yes that's fine um i think it was a good investigation all the elements were there to make the perfect storm if you want to put it like that perfect storm in a cup I mean, theoretically, if you take energy, there was, it's a substation. I mean, that thing gives off so much bloody energy. Uh, five meters away, the EMF went crazy. Um, so there's haunted memorabilia, there's old items, there's um, history, rich history in the area. The whole Rundfontein area is, is rich with history. So it was almost like, and we had the perfect weather. So it was the perfect night for investigation, but you I didn't, I didn't, I mean, we, we, we talked about this with the previous video as well, but I didn't walk in there with any feelings or anything that I can say, okay, you know what, it feels like something's there. I mean, with all the, all the solo investigations um, that I did in there, there was nothing. Um, I couldn't, there was one or two places where I thought, you know what, you feel something or you hear something. But it was a good investigation. I mean, it was awesome seeing the Upside Down crew in, in, in action as well. And uh, just getting into action, I think that was, this was the first investigation in a long time. So it was a solid one. Excellent. Joe, what, what was your experience? Well, for me, I think the first, our first investigation, um, obviously we had the weather and that, that, okay, messed up some of the things. Um, like if you want to try to do an EVP and so forth. Uh, but I think we got a lucky mix. I don't know. I just got a different feeling the first investigation around. Now, as you were walking around, as I was showing us around, you could already pick up on some energy, um, especially that hallway and that where we, um, uh, what, I was drawn to that immediately. Um, and I will say the mole shit. Um, to me, there was definitely 
something going on there. You could feel it in the air. Uh, the second one, I think it was perfect weather, seeing that you could do so much more. Um, but I think the factor in the second one was the, the with the curfew. I think we had too little time. I mean, when Arnu and they came up to us, we were busy with our blind spirit boxes and whatever there. Um, and he said, gee, it's already 20 past eight or so. I couldn't believe it. So I think we didn't do a quarter what we were planning to do. Um, you know, some trigger elements that we wanted to use and that we just didn't get a time. Um, I mean, we needed at least another two hours. So I think that might have been a factor, not not getting the the same effects or the same evidence that we did in the, in the first one. So yeah, for me, but the first one, Remo was basically literally the, the perfect storm. Excellent. Rivas, what, what was your initial experience of, of the investigations? Yeah, so um, it's kind of weird because I've got kind of mixed feelings about this whole thing because um, I actually think you said it actually pretty well in your video where you said if there was something there, it was definitely hiding in the shadows. Um, my you know, on the first investigation was definitely a way different feeling to the second investigation. But if I look at the evidence that we caught, even on your guys' side, I, I just feel like it was so, there were some weird things that happened. Like, you know, I can't exactly say they were 100% paranormal and I can't stand here and say, okay, this is paranormal fact. But there were some weird things that happened on both investigations um, on, on footage. And it was just so... Yeah, like I said, there was, like Joe said, there was definitely a different feeling from the first investigation and the second investigation. But I think the, the, the evidence and the footage and everything that just came together was just super awesome. It was just cool. Like, I, I don't have any other word for it. It was just cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so what we, we, you mentioned it briefly now about the evidence. What what evidence have you guys captured on your on your end? Okay, so if everything goes well tonight, my video will drop tomorrow. Um, I'm just having a bit of issues converting it. Um, so we got okay. So I've I've kind of meshed both of the videos together. So there's no sort of distinct that this is the first, this is the second. Um, so we've caught responses on the spirit box. Um, we have a couple of EVPs. There is about two to three, like, um, I'm not going to say figures. Um, I'm going to say entities or figures or mists or blurs that, that are showing up and that I just cannot explain for the life of me. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we've got some... The only thing that we really failed at was the, the, the sort of sensory deprivation um, Estes method, if you want to call it that. Um, that we never got any like sort of clear responses from it, but everything seemed to give us something. I mean, we even had this little um, sort of, I don't even know what you would call it, like a little uh, tool that uh, Joe's um, uh, father-in-law built for us. And we were almost get, we were standing right in the front there by that little house thing in the in the front area, and we were almost it felt like we were getting responses on this thing. So I think it was active, um, and we did get some really really cool stuff. Stuff that, like I said, I can't say this is paranormal, but definitely some stuff that makes that made me think twice. Definitely hundred percent. I mean, even that thing that you guys caught with that shadow. I mean, that's crazy. And that, I swear, is not me saying no. That is not me saying no. I just, I just quickly want to get on in that. Um, because initially I thought we caught an EVP saying no. Then I broke it up into clips 
and played it after. I'll, I'll insert the clip in the video maybe so maybe people can just comment on that or just give their perspective. But it was it was so that whole that whole segment of evidence was so it was so odd. And the fact that I, it's 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 like it's you but it's not you saying that that no. And the shadow extension that is just I've never seen something like that before. Is there someone that wants to communicate with us? There was multiple sources of light. You have to... It's difficult to picture the scene, actually. I mean, we were... It was myself, uh, Rivas and Joe, and I think Yanni, that was um, uh, huddled in that corner. And I know Santana was at the other end of the, of the stoop um, with a light as well. So it, it's, it's extremely difficult because you're trying to think logically about it. Okay, wasn't there perhaps a way where the light was playing off and, and creating that shadow? But... It is a weird clip, um, and it's. It, I think it's a clip that you mentioned. Now we need to post it, and people need to make up their mind because for that shadow to just dramatically, basically, like almost bend towards it, the, the light play doesn't make sense. You're going to have to move very fast from A to B in a span of five meters, and I mean, we know for facts yeah. that I never move. Yeah, that's exactly um, what Charmaine said as well. It's 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 very 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 difficult. We can't we can't just say oh, okay yes it's supernatural because we have to take in consideration one it was outside two there were multiple investigators involved and three there were multiple light sources involved. Yeah. So it yo it's a difficult one but it's it's still a very good piece. I think it's definitely something people need to comment on that and 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 tell yeah, us what they think. Thank weird to explain. Yeah, definitely. Next question I've got for you guys. Um, I think Arnu. No, yeah. Let's start with Arnu. Um, given the history of this this specific place, are you surprised at, at the at the lack of evidence that we found? I'm a bit surprised. I must admit. I mean, if we take about the the old power station that was now they're converting it into a museum. I mean. That alone, we know for a fact a couple of things happened. A couple of people um, got killed in that accident. Then we've got the, and I don't want to. I don't want to take it just on the substation property because it's much bigger than that. But the area. So let's just say the Rantfontein area with the mining areas and everything. There's so much recorded history um, on that piece of property. So I was expecting a bit more. That in com combined with the fact that. There's so much that uh, so much obvious energy around the area. Um, I expected actually a bit more, but one thing I must admit is something that we, if I have to put now, put money where my mouth is. The just I don't know the offices, that building where the offices are, where everything is stored and everything. That was the one place where I felt, you know what, that was the most active. Uh, if I have to put my money where my mouth is, that was that was the one place, and 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 I actually told told the group as well that I'm wondering if it isn't maybe associated instead of having 
association to the property or to anything like that, whether it's not perhaps linked to one of the objects in there. Because the, um, she's, they're storing so much different items of historical value in. Yeah. Joe, what are, what are your thoughts on, on, were you surprised that the place wasn't more active? Well, Rima said I was expecting too much because we caught some great evidence the first time round, but it wasn't actually like that. Um, I just saw stuff the first time round that you couldn't, you know, you'd unfortunately didn't get the evidence on cam or on EVP or so. For instance, I saw um, when you were busy, Vainant, when you were busy doing your scoping around the whatever, your rolling shots and that. Actually, I was standing talking to the owner, the, the guy there, and I saw you walking, almost like a catwalk thing, in the substation itself. And I thought, how the fuck did you get up there? How did you get interested in it? And I thought it was you, because I thought he was, and this is like this shadow figure, and then just a bit before we uh, cut it, so whatever, when we, before we ended, I saw Rivas exactly there where, uh, where um, Arno was saying, in that little room, he came out of there, he was busy speaking to the Oaks inside there, and right behind him was this massive shadow figure once again, and it's in that room. That's why I told Arno, the first time you used it as a base camp, I would have loved to go investigate that area, you know, where you had the, the connect and everything, Arno, but... I mean, actually, we honestly ran out of time. I don't know if you got anything on the connect in there while you were, you know, added on or so, but I really feel I would love to have investigated that little area right through to the office because all the memorabilia that I've got there, those, those, those funny dolls, those four funny dolls, and that Johnny that didn't want to touch. I mean, I was actually turning one around and looking at how fascinated. I would just want to do one of those haunted doll things with that alone. <laughs> but, yeah, I know it's... Um, like I said, those were totally different than that. Um, but yeah, I would say, pardon the punt, but the second time there was definitely a bit more dead. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, you never know. If maybe in the area, the surrounding areas in that my wife grew up there, and I know Kruger's Dorp and right around there, so many tales and houses there. Yeah. It's incredible. And um, even, I don't know, Bernard, if you remember, we went to this, that those two Tommy's graves. Yes. And EMF meet of ours just went crazy as soon as you sat it down. And then as soon as you picked it up, nothing happened. Okay, yeah. now there's the power lines going crossing there. But I think that the whole area, I would love to go investigate the surrounding areas, you know, mm. not just that the specific property. Um, that would be flipping super, because I think that the whole area is sparked with, um, um, you know, possible paranormal activity. Definitely. Rivas, what do you, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the, on the background of the history of, of the area? Um, and yeah, they, are you surprised? Uh, I, you know what, uh, I don't, I'm actually happy with everything that we got, like to be honest, um, I'm not, I never had high expectations the, 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 the second time and either, not even the first time, so when we caught stuff, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with what I felt, what we saw, um, the stuff that we caught on camera, um, I do think that the, the particular history of that um, place where we investigated, I do think we've got it a bit, we had it a bit skewed though. Like the more I start like researching it and, and going into it, I, I just think that maybe we were approaching it the wrong way, if that makes sense. You know, like I think we were looking for the, 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 the Chinese people, but possibly I don't even think Chinese would have been there for any other reason, you know, or, or so. I, 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 I'm happy with what we caught. I think the history is awesome, but I don't know if we had the history a bit skewed. 
and I don't know what the real history is. So obviously, I don't think many, very many people will know the real history of that particular building. Yeah, that's one thing we always struggle with because you always it's it's that whole game of, of telefunky. Mm. One person, original story starts yeah, and it gets warped as time goes on. I mean, but if you think about it logically, I. There were there were rumors now of or, or, or claims of children, but I can't imagine that children would have been there because it, it, it's a mining camp. As soon as you have children there, there has to be women there, maybe taking care of the children as well. You're going to have entire families, yeah. so it doesn't make logical sense that there were children there. Mm. Um, and I think maybe it's maybe it's how every single legend out there starts. It starts with a claim, a story. And people just exaggerated a bit every single time, um, just to put emphasis on the story. But eventually, you end up with with the claims and the story that it is today. Mm. All right. Okay. okay, I think the next point um, up for discussion is probably the fact that it was based. Yes, sir. You've been there as well. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's also true. Okay. Um, yeah, you see. You know, usually I don't go in with um, with great expectations at any venue. Um, I think if it, I tend to when I when I psych myself out, it's it's more likely to to be disappointed in that regard. Uh, the first time, I think the storm really it added something to to the venue. It gave it a, you know it gave it a very you felt really small, if I can explain it in that way, because you had all this electricity in the heavens, the thunder coming down in the rain, and you had these buzzing, um, these buzzing generators with all this water. I felt very small on that venue the first time, to be honest. Um, I think the admin the admin building the, the building i'm talking about is is right by that strange tree where we got where we sat in the stoop um i think that building if if we would have been able to get into that place i think there would would have been something there i think whatever activity there is possibly resonates from that building so that's yeah that's basically what i reckon and and from from watching the footage on on our new side um it actually brings me to my next question. If if there was paranormal activity or something going on paranormal on, on that site, would the with the generators in the power station would it not have amplified it? Now I know Rivas, you guys caught um, a kind of a figure. Yeah. On on the on the first on the first investigation. So I'll just put the link um, of the video um below as <coughs> as and when um, we see your video um, but yeah I'd, I'd really like to um, turn people's attention to that piece of evidence and, and really give you know go check it out and, and really give an opinion on that because I think it, it's it's very interesting you know we've been talking about shadow figures um, the whole time but that you know that thing seemed white as as I don't know as light actually it was like it was like energized yes like like a light man man made of light <laughs> I don't know it's it's it that was really that was really interesting but what what are you guys thoughts um, on the on the actual physical 
power being generated there? Should it not have amplified some more activity? I don't know. It's like an article I did during the week. It's like, does weather really influence, you know, paranormal activity? Does it hype it up or not? Um, I think on a night, it was just a per perfect recipe with the substation, maybe the weather. And I don't know, it's, uh, it might sound crazy, but maybe some spirits, some entities generate energy from like na nature's amping up through thunder and lightning and whatever. And because I mean, if you take it as well, if there's entities roaming around there, that substation is there and has been there for quite a while, even the old one. So, um, you know, maybe just on the night between the two, it just sparks things up for us, you know, that's, Maybe they fed off both those um, electric, or maybe because it was raining and, and storming, whatever you want to call it, that they fed off that as well. It just gave them that extra little boost. Um, you can imagine those entities, if, and I, I believe the people there, I believe that Auntie and that they say they deal with it each day and there's some, some stuff happening. It's like living in your home in this haunted. Obviously, you're going to pick up on much more paranormal in, investigators coming in there. Um, and. You know, we, I won't say by luck, but I mean, by chance, we caught some great evidence, pieces of evidence. And but I really think, you know, maybe it's, it was a, a flip of a coin, a flip up between the coin, and there was one entity there that loves that stormy weather and wanted to show itself. Um, and, uh, that, and it's not worried about any power generating substations around because it's used to it. I don't know. It's honestly, it's like I say, it's way beyond our, you know, our comprehension, so, but might, might have been affected at night. Mm. Arne? Arne? Um, Rainy, you know me by now. I'm, I mean, I'm always going to say this is our opinion. What we know of the paranormal way is, is zero. Um, we have no idea. And, but, if, if you take case studies, if you take everything that we've done before, experiments done uh, all across the globe, um, as soon as you do like an EMF pump in the area, it basically, and you force that energy out, it basically causes more, more activity. I mean, the whole theory behind it is that if you charge the air with energy, which is EMF, um, then they can perhaps use the energy to manifest or to do something or whatever the case may be. Now you're sitting at a substation which produces a tremendous amount of, of energy. And the one thing that's interesting for me is, what's the difference between the first investigation and the second investigation? Well, what was the only difference? Weather. Thunder. Weather, yeah. You, Baina, you do you remember you t actually told me on that day as well that the EMF was going nuts the entire time mm. with the first investigation. So yes. I went out of my the second investigation to take base reading of everything. The EMF was dead quiet. It was like a five meter radius around the actual substation um, part that uh, energy was up until there, but anything further than that was dead. So. Does it cause manifestations? I think it does, but in certain degrees. That being said, we have to go to the second part as well, the whole theory about what if this is intelligent haunting? Now, all of these new people coming in there, whoa, I'm going to back off. I'm intimidated by them. I'm not going to maybe um, acknowledge them. It's a bigger group than I'm used to. They, they, the entities, perhaps, now we're making an automatic assumption that there is entities there and it's an actual haunting, but Let's entertain that and say that 
they're used to the people working there. They're used to the, the three people, three, four people there. And they, so they're much more comfortable interacting and going going through the usual business. Whereas now you've got a massive group of, of six, seven, eight people there investigating, actively looking for you, actively going to all your places where you go away to just shut yourself down. Um, I think I think it have, does have effect. But I don't think the second night where the weather wasn't there, where the air wasn't completely charged um, as with the first night, I don't think it made such a big effect. Excellent. Rivas, your thoughts? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you, I, I kind of agree with both sides of it, you know. Um, obviously, there's all the theory around the whole EMF um, being sort of being able to charge the entities and stuff like that. But I, I come back to, you know, I just don't think they wanted us to see them. I, like I said, you know, um, I think it's just the case of that they weren't familiar with us, that, you know, they had these five people just charging down on them at like 100 Ks an hour with all these funny gadgets and stuff. And, you know, if you compare that to the Tani walking around and saying, you know, stop that, stop this, stop that. And now all of a sudden these guys rock up with cameras and, you know, everything that they could possibly get their hands on. I just feel like maybe it wasn't the right time. It was the, the recipe wasn't perfect, you know. Yeah. Okay, that happened with us as well, because we had a couple of investigations, actually, reverse and Joe, where, Bernard, you'll remember, where everything was dead, absolutely dead quiet, up until about 11, 12. It's almost like it took a period to get used to us. Yeah. And yeah. it basically got into the groove. Then the activity started picking up. I, I think, if I remember correctly, strangely enough, it was other Santana or Yanni that mentioned that um, as we were... We were, we were winding down that evening because we didn't obviously have a lot of time but as we were down, winding down it felt almost like the activity started up so it's possible that I don't know yeah like we said right, that it wasn't used to us yeah let's see let's say we had another two or three hours it could have been a totally different story yeah. No, that's what I said. No, that's what I said in the beginning. Uh, it was my first one of my first comments. I felt we like yeah. we needed another two hours. Um, yeah. I'm not, I won't say we, we would have caught something definitely, but we had too little time that night. It was yeah. just too little. It flew by. Yeah. Flew by. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, so while we're on the subject now, let's let's talk about a little bit about the shadow people. Because I I don't know. I know that on this investigation, you you reacted to two seemingly um, shadow figures that you saw the the corner of your eye or the back of the camera. Um, I know in the previous investigation that there was also some. I know that Henny had an experience um, that that freaked him out a little bit. What are your guys' thoughts on it? Do you, do you do you think that whoever or whatever was there was like right in the dark, in the shadows, watching? Trying to figure out who we are, what we're doing there, and why. Why? Why? Aren't, do you do you, th do you believe that they are actually allowed to to go beyond the shadows, or do they manipulate the shadows? How does this work, in your opinion? Mm. Joe, can we start with you? Yeah, I think I reckon it's like a human being. I mean, 
Um, if you want to hide away from people, you know, lock yourself up in a room, nobody to see you. Um, and I swear they swear they've got the same powers and that. And I just felt funny enough, uh, the first time in the back, in the back shed, um, that's where I've, that's where myself and Rivas, when I did my solo session, I also kept on seeing this satyr peering around the corner, you know, at, as you enter, well, at the entrance and that. And the, and the second time, the same one, I felt, to, to me, I told her I was during our um, uh, EVP session, it felt like something was in the roof. And it's also shattered, like it, it was hiding away. And Yanni was calling it out. And, you know, he's saying, come, um, you know, don't hide away from us, show yourselves. Because I think even from his side, he felt it was definitely a presence hiding away. Whether it was sheepies or whether it was just clever, you know, like intelligent haunting or something, saying, I'm not going to show myself to you tonight. You can do whatever hell you want. Because um, I think that's totally is that light that we call that night that 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 figure that's like bright light is definitely something totally different from what's mm -hmm. hiding around there, like in the shadows or as a shadow figure. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, what it is and what its intentions is, um, why it's hiding away, or maybe just being bloody clever and knowing by now that um, you know we're trying to catch it out. I don't know, but honestly, there's 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 something lingering around there that doesn't that doesn't want to show itself or whichever the reason was. Mm -hmm. Rivas, what do you what do you think? Yeah, so um, shadow shadow people and shadow figures, I believe in one hundred percent of hundred and fifty percent. But um, and as well on the night that we were investigating Ranfontaine, um, you know the same thing. I saw a few shadows peeping through windows and and stuff like that. But obviously, at the time when you see these things, you don't always want to just say, "Okay, that's a shadow figure." So you try and rationalize it in your head as well. Um, but you know, the, undeniably, I, I think everybody can say on both investigations that at some point you felt like something was watching you, or you felt like something was looking, or something was curious. And you know what, even Santana, when we were standing, I don't know if she was actually talking about the way she was feeling, but um, even when we were standing there doing our very first EVP session, she actually mentioned that um, it's almost like curiosity. So I think it was just, mm -hmm. I don't, yeah. I, I just, I think they were curious and I think they were there and I do, I, I just don't know if they wanted to or were able to, or if, if you look at it maybe in this way, were allowed to show themselves. But, you know, what it could be, I don't know. Arnu, what do you think? Shadow people, it's a difficult thing for me. We, I've seen enough things to, to say, yes, you know what, shadow people do exist now. I can't just say it does. I have to give my explanation of it. But I don't think necessarily shadow people are, are, are the, is it, or is this type of entity that hides around in the shadows. I think more it's a thing of, um, and this is maybe my brain trying to reverse, like you said now, trying to rationalize the whole thing. But, okay, first of all, let me start off this way. I do not like to say I see shadow entity or like to claim uh, a shadow entity because it's so, it's on that verge of matrixing where you look into the darkness and your mind wants to see something. You keep on wanting to see something and then your mind pixelates something and you see a shadow movement or whatever the case may be and perhaps you, 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 you think you see something. But isn't it maybe, maybe a bit different? So if you think of, 
If let's let's say the whole the whole theory out there is an entity trying to to form an apparition. It it try, tries to form something. So whether something is translucent, even if you take, by the way, simple science experiment, look at the shadow and the sun. So you'll have a shadow with the, with the light source. As soon as you put something transparent in front of that light source, it's still going to cause a shadow, but it's going to be a faded shadow. It's not going to be a dark silhouetted shadow. It's going to be very faded. But isn't perhaps that the thing of entity trying to form itself or, or something like that where you actually see the shadow? Because there were two in, uh, two instances where I was sure I saw something, but in both cases, I have to unfortunately dismiss it in my head because of the fact that one we didn't capture it on camera, and two there was a light source in my eyes. So automatically, it's difficult for me to say, you know what, I did see a shadow. Um, at that point of time, I saw something move, and I think that caused me to think I saw a shadow. But it's all it's very difficult. You've got your own experience about shadow people, right on. Um. Yeah, this was this was in the um, but it's the only time it's happened to me. I've 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 I very rarely see stuff like that. Um, yeah, shadow person peering behind the gate when we were at the mental asylum down the hall, and then afterwards the gate slammed shut right right as we walked away. That was that was quite an experience. I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I've got a very imaginative, I've got, a, I've got a great imagination. So I like to think of all kinds of possibilities. Um, and maybe, maybe it's like, I want to say a family of shadow people living on that property. And maybe they're like scared, you know, let's, let's say for instance that they, they, they were, they passed on in a very tragic manner so they're staying together there and they may be afraid of us coming there maybe chasing them away because i think putting it in perspective like river said you know there's there's no real proof that there was chinese people there you know if 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 that was the case once again as he said there should have been families and children and and sort of a community for the mine workers so if, if that is possible, then I think, you know, as an immigrant coming from a foreign country, coming to work, hard labor and mines, you know, you don't really have a place in the world. And let's say, for instance, you passed on from this life and this is your only sort of salvation. Maybe that's, that's the case. And that's the case in this, once again, speculation, who knows? Off camera, just my two cents. Okay, let's. Okay, we've, we've, we've got Charmaine just wants to wear. Yeah, I can tell you my earphones and see this. Yeah, same with the word. Okay. Yeah, just my two cents. Second tragic deaths is not shadow people. Yeah, shadow people is an entity of I feed off fear. I sneak down a group of a family. It is an entity of Saya. What not look in the shadows in later like you're not full bong Okay. Is that my two cents? There's not did the family, it's just the family of spirits or something. Yeah. yeah. You know what you know what the, the, the biggest problem you know what you know what the, the, the biggest problem um is that I think it's 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 also we we, we 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 listen like you've got 
you've got Anu that's got like very this very scientific mind, and then you've got everything that we've learned as as people. But at the end of the day, um, all these things are kind of a perception of how you see it or how you theorize it to be. So. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think anybody can really say that there's an exact science to this. Um, it's, it's, it's a very up in the air where, you know, this person believes in this, this person believes in that. So, you know, the whole thing about shadow figures, yes, I, I do agree with Charmaine that, you know, these things are supposedly the darker or the, the more malevolent kind of back in the shadows hiding kind of thing. But... As well, it could be true what you say as well is that it was just somebody that was curious and they're not willing to approach five white guys that are walking around there. You know what I mean? So, it, it, I don't know. I think it's all about perception and how you perceive what you're seeing. And I, I don't know. That's just my theory. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I think that's that's the thing with our about being a paranormal investigator you you go through you go down all the avenues you capture your evidence and then you try to make sense of it all at the end of the day you could you can you can paint a, you can paint a picture for yourself and and the audience but at the end of the day it's all um perspective exactly painting a picture that's the best way to explain it yeah that's yeah that's why not? There's an interesting thing I read the other day, and it fits so perfectly into this whole discussion of of shadow people. If it, shadow people, the the weird thing for me is always the consistency across the globe. You always get shadow people. You always get this. You always get that. It's it's so consistent. I mean, there's only like a couple of categories where you can categorize an entity in. Um, and I mean, we're dealing with so many different cultures, so many different languages that it's difficult for me to understand that. How the heck are you going to are you going to have a shadow entity in uh, in US, for example, versus a shadow entity in South Africa? Now, the theory that I read, and and this is just theory basically, but it it, it actually. I think because it sounds so cool, it fits in my mind. But let me put it out there for you. So I'm going to take, for example, please bear with me. For example, um, the whole Mexican culture is the, the whole Day of the Dead. So the whole point of Day of the Dead is to remember your ancestors, to remember the people that passed on. So the theory that someone, if someone put it on Reddit, I think, is that isn't the shadow entity perhaps someone who is has been passed on for so long that they forgot what they looked like? So they just this corporeal being that's the form of a shadow not because of of to scare someone not because to to do maybe any harm but because they forgot who they are they forgot who they how they look like they forgot how they sound like um that's interesting that's very interesting i really like that <laughs> yeah good theory and it's something when you guys started talking about shadow entities, it, it immediately popped in my mind. You saw my head earlier. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> before I forget that. So that's a food for thought. I'd love, uh, yeah. I'd love to hear the comments of of the yeah. uh, on on that whole theory because it it fits for me. I don't know why, but it just fits. If you forget who you are, you have no idea how you look like. So how can you basically form? And a, a being or, or, or something, if you have no idea who you are, so you lose 
maybe that's why they're aggressive. Maybe that's how they come across as negative because they have no idea how to act anymore. They have no idea how to socialize or interact with normal people or normal society. Mm-hmm. 100%. Interesting. Interesting theory. Uh, Any other thoughts on the on the shadow people guys? Yeah, no, I think I think uh, Anu just dropped the bomb on us right there. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> no, I, I I really I like that because you know the thing is, is and Joe will know this about me is I I don't I don't believe. Uh, Okay, I'm going to say it like this, but it's more in than what, what I'm saying, is that um, I don't actually believe in evil per se, um, whereas I don't think that there's always evil intent behind things that feel evil. And I think it falls nicely in line with Anu's saying, where he's saying, you know what, they just don't know how to act. They're trying to tell you something, but they don't really know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... I, I that was a major boom, you know, like, um, that's going to stick. So go ahead. Now, I say now it's exactly, it might be a form of desperacy as well. If you want to make yourself known or so, exactly like Honor says, I mean, that might come across as malicious or evil or so, because the, the way you're portraying yourself, might come across as an evil entity. I mean, I'm just trying to get some attention for all you know, you know, as a spirit. Yeah. Yes. That has to be very desperate. I want to take that further, what what you guys just said now as well. Um, and why I'm saying it is up, and why I'm saying it is up, uh, uh, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm being called into the principal's office about my daughter. <laughs> um, so I have to tomorrow, fingers crossed, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's my example. Take a, take a three, four year old. My daughter is now four years old, my smallest daughter. So their emotions are starting to develop. So the, all they know is raw emotion. They don't know the complications of communicating. They don't know the complications of, of intelligent thought or logical reasoning behind it. They've got pure raw emotions. So she can tell me things in two ways. She can either tell me Papa, like it's doors, or she can throw a tantrum because why isn't there water in my glass? Um, no. And it, 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 it can fit into the same if you need to be on, you go back to your basic emotions. Yeah. Something that sounds like will come forward as negative uh, might be just a normal reaction for you to say, you know what, I want to speak to you, I want to Mm-hmm. I have no idea how I'm so frustrated. Let's say that it's it's human emotions, negative human emotions, like for instance, aggression or frustration or sadness, very powerful emotions. So it mm-hmm. could be, it could definitely be. Mm-hmm. And one day we'll be able to measure it. I think, I truly think, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. One day, is one day where we will be able to, there's going to be a whole scientific field about the parapsychology and paranormal investigations. Um, I truly believe that whether it's in a different dimension, a different realm, or, or, or whatever it may, might be, there will be some or other way to measure it one day. Mm. And then we'll maybe we'll have the answers. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. hopefully we can make some... 
I'm hoping that they'll make some strides in the VR field so we can put on these goggles and see mm. the ghost world around us. Wouldn't that be cool? Would you really uh, want would you really want yeah, to see that by Ahmed, but I think that's gonna take if you have if, if technology really goes that far. So so such a step up, but you have your glasses, you can see them running around. Like some psychics and mediums see as they can. <laughs> okay. Then that would take all the fun of it out of it from years ago, don't they? I mean, <laughs> I I pick up evidence. I want it I'm gonna go act we got something. I mean, that's going to take, that's why we all ghost hunters, paranormal investigators, because when you get a little bit of evidence, even if it was a shadow figure that you think you did and you caught it, catch it on camera, we all go wild. It's like you just want a fucking curry cup or something. Um, so, yeah, to me, that's take all of the fun of it. I, mean, I want to go hunt, mm -hmm. and then that's what you call it a hunt. Because, you know, it's just not going to, I don't want it to appear, although it will be cool. But, yeah, no, for me, that, I would love, I love the way we're doing it now. And analyzing it, and each one of us will be in the room, and each one of us will see something, and we will disagree or agree about it, like me and Rivas does every that's, second. Of that's the way it should be. It should be debated. That's mm. why we started this vlog. Yeah, in everything. All right, gentlemen. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for tonight. I want to thank you guys very much. The guys from Upside Down Adventures. Guys, go check out their YouTube channel. So, got some really cool stuff on there. Um, it was great investigating with them. Anu, thank you very much. Joe, Rivas, thanks so much for joining me tonight. I know it's late, but uh, you know, that's what we do. We work at night. Exactly. Yeah, it's a muscle. 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 Exactly. I just need you to say muscle, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Armin's got his hand up again. What is it, Armin? <laughs> I want to talk too much. It's 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 yeah. It's almost empty. So oh, I need to it's empty. Um, my last question to everyone, one at a time. Sham, don't hide in the background. I know you're there, so we can respond. <laughs> I can't me. <laughs> Well, I can't see Baynard's screen, so I'm a, I, 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 I just see his, his initials. So, okay. <laughs> Why do you do what you do? Why do you investigate? Fuck knows. <laughs> you know, you have to get some of that, I don't know, blood pumping, you know, because normal life can get too much. And we do what we do, because we love this shit. And yeah, and it's the more, the deeper we dig this, I've actually got no answers for you. I think, you know, we've both, we discussed it the other night, we both have a very, very um, fine tune for creepy shit, you know? Yeah. We love it. Yeah. Like but I love the mystery, I love the mystery and the history behind yeah. everything. And that's what I'm after, in a nutshell. <laughs> How about you, Joe? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just love it. I just love it, man. You know what? Um, I, I love the mystery behind it. The mystery of having to put this thing and that thing together without knowing what's happening in between. I, I just absolutely love that. It's like the it's it's kind of this 
for lack of a better word, like a, a sick obsession with with the afterlife. That's you know what happens. Where do we go? What do we do? Uh, you know, and then everything in between is how do we get there? Why do you stay there so long? Um, why do you show up as a shadow figure or as a light? Or mm. you know, it's just that whole thing is just it, it's something that fascinates me completely. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. What are your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, look, for some people it's a very morbid subject, like why do you want to go do something like, why do you want to go hunt the dead and so forth? And actually, I told Robert, says he, we've become good buddies uh, within the last year, and I went through some very dark times. And I, I told him each investigation that we've done actually saved me out of that situation. I love it. I just, I just, it's like my own little world that I can go into, you know, and um, most people don't understand it. In Afrikaans, are familiar for all. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my, it's actually my escape from realism. It sounds strange. Mine as well. Yeah, yeah no, but it is. That's, I love it. It's just I'll get away from everything and um, just love doing it. It's uh, each little piece of evidence. I told drivers, I'll be driving crazy. I just want to see the word drop because it gives me such adrenaline. You, re you relive what you've done during the investigation again. And it's just yeah. super to see it, you know, and how you react to some situations and that is, um, yeah, it's comical sometimes, but yeah, and that's just for me, it's not just a hobby, it's a, it's a lifestyle. For me, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> bring on, bring on. <laughs> yeah, also from our, from our side as well, from the upside down, it was super working with you, Oaks. I mean, you, you always, you're, you are the, the founders of paranormal investigation in this country and everybody just else follows. Um, but you are just super working with you. And I hope you can do it in the future again. And even with us, I'm planning some, Excellent. a couple of, uh, even a surprise for the rivals or one or two um, that are busy planning on the sideline. But yeah, you must definitely come with one day with us. And, you know, we'll have to invite yeah. you with Oh, nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just want to say thank you to the guys from Upside Down, Ivy. It's been a pleasure as always. Like, subscribe, guys. Please comment. We love hearing from you guys. Cheers. Bye. Guys, subscribe, please. It's going to help everyone out. Subscribe to Upside Down. Subscribe to Phoenix. Stay frosty. Thank you again for your support. And leave your comments below. Tell us what you think about the whole shadow person theory and and. It, any questions you might have, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. The upside down. Bye. 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 No, no, cut this, don't worry. <laughs> That's epic. That's epic. I'm here at a graveyard, and you know, I'm not getting a good feeling here. Usually it's a good feeling at a graveyard, but it feels dark. It's dark when you come with me. Let's go have a look. <laughs> <laughs>